Hello and welcome to Sumo Mainichi. My name's Dave, I'm here with Amy, and we're here to bring you all the action from day six of this brilliant Aki Basho happening in Tokyo, Japan. Another great day of sumo. It was. It's Friday night and great sumo that we're going to talk all about. And some news today, Hoshoryu. So he was out yesterday. The news was that he turned up to the Kokugikan and presumably had his temperature taken and was rejected because of that. The fever apparently is due to tonsillitis. So he had a PCR test. It was negative. It's not COVID at this point. Um, But it does still seem to be tonsillitis and he has a um, medical certificate that he needs to be out for seven days of rest. Okay. I have a few questions. Mm. Thank you for that report. I just have a few questions. Is tonsillitis contagious if you're not kissing the person? (laughs) Well, everyone wants to kiss Hoshoryu because he's doing very well. So I know. everyone's planting Answer ones the on his lips. Answer Is the it question. contagious? Yeah. I don't think so. Okay. I think it's all in your, like, what actually are your tonsils, number one? Because well, I read. Well, great question. Well, I read that Roald Dahl book. My knowledge of tons- tonsillitis comes from Boy, the Roald Dahl biography, where he had to have his tonsils taken out. And it was described as a absolutely terrible process and very painful. That was back a long time. Well, they a while did it with a, with a probably a set of pliers back <laughs> yeah. then. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's. I don't think it's. It's not like wisdom teeth. It's like. <laughs> oh, it's no. anyway. We're getting into oh, dangerous no. territory here. Okay. Well, next question is, what is the appendix? Oh no! Why would you do this to <laughs> well, me? Well, but they're in the same category. Night. They're in the same category. Well, what I know about the appendix is that it doesn't serve a function in the body at the moment, in modern bodies and but it does get inflamed every so often and you've got to then take it out okay for some people all right so we've we've got a very definitive answer on that i I guess what i want to circle back around to is yeah what's your point here what What are these questions for he's got tonsillitis yep let him fight oh okay because the fever isn't due to covid the only reason you have a temperature test is in case you have covid so if his temperature is not for covid and he feels all right let him go yep yeah, but if anybody got anywhere near the tonsils, which from what I... You're touching your cheeks. I think it's a little lower <laughs> Well, down. I touched my cheeks and then I... Did you notice I moved my you padding started moving down, down to the Yeah, throat? but I wanted to call you before you got no. there. Let me get down to the throat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm patting the throat now and um, I think if anyone got anywhere near there, it would be bad. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, all right. I, I guess I'm going to have to live with that answer. <laughs> We won't see him back for seven days. No, which means that he will drop a long yep. way. So he might be back for the end of the Basho, but, uh, yeah, he'll drop a chunk, a chunk down the Banzuke. Let's move on to Jurio. Uh, Daishoho moved to 5-1 after a tough bout against Iago. This was quite a good bout to open Jurio. Nishiki Fuji also moved to 5-1. He dispatched Takakento via the belt. Takakento is 2-4. and four. I said I wouldn't talk about Kotoshoho, but now I've started. It's impossible to stop. He had an easy one today against the lackluster Hakuyozan. He took him by the arm and escorted him out backwards. And Kotoshoho, he joins the leader pack on 5-1. and one. 
Daisho Maru, he was coming into this bout undefeated against Kai Shaw, but he was brought down to earth by the new Juria entrant. That's Daisho Maru's first loss, and he joins this pack forming on five and one. Kai Shaw steadies the ship on three and three. I like a pack in Juria. I like it to come into the last day Me with too. a lot of guys up the, up the top. We're nowhere near the last day. It's day six, but I still like to see it. Kyoko Taisei was the surprise Kujo today. He apparently got a left knee injury from his bout yesterday uh, against Mitoru, I believe. So bad luck for him. He won't be back. I think he's had really bad luck injury-wise, uh, Kyoko Taisei. He's 31 years old, so can't, can't be getting better from here. But uh, it was Aqua who got the free win, so he also went to 5-1. and one. So that takes us to the Jurio leaderboard. It's Aqua. Daishomaru, Kodoshoho, Nishikifuji, and Daishoho at this point. Oh, it's great signs in Daishoho Jurio. Daishoho we're not even talking about. He's at <laughs> Jurio 14. Sometimes we miss his bout. He's 5-1 as well, so let's give him a little bit of credit here. Well, let's move on to the Makuchi or the top division bouts. The opening bout, Chinakuni up against Sadanumi. Now, because the news ran long, there is a big typhoon moving across Kyushu, across to the Kanto region. We didn't see this bout live. We had to watch it on a cheeky catch-up. It was one I was very interested in. It was Chionokuni up against Sadanumi. How did you see this? Yeah, well, I saw Chionokuni come out strongly. He's buoyed with confidence from his unbeaten record so far. But he got shoved to the side by Sadanumi and he got off balance, got in a bit of a tangle. Sadanumi... So quick, he comes back and actually pushed Chionokuni out and that's his first loss. Yeah. As soon as you're in the vortex, you're chucked back out again. To say I was inconsolable after this bout is probably understating it. Yeah, we had to, we didn't watch the rest of the sumo. We had to watch it all on catch up because I was just patting you on the back and you're mm. sobbing into a, into a bucket. Yeah. Yeah. And thank you for helping me through that mm. very, very Always. difficult time. Always. Uh, oh, look, I don't want to talk about this. Well, Sanomi, he joins the Jurio leaderboard is the good news from that. I'm going to take some good news from it. <laughs> he's 5-1 as well at Jurio 3. Chionokuni, it's not all lost. He's still 5-1. and one. Okay, great. Oh, he's back. 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 <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm in the vortex. <laughs> he's flung himself back in. And uh, that is the result of the first bout of Akibasho Day 6. Okay, well, let's move on. The next bout of the day was Kagiaki up against Ichiyamamoto. Kagiaki, he got the arms working early, got in under Ichiyamamoto's attacks. Ichiyamamoto tried to dig in here, but Kagiaki, this is what he does best. He was able to move Ichiyamamoto back with ease. Oshidashi win for Kagiaki, really looking like he's starting to find his rhythm. Yeah, programmed for forward motion like a Boston Dynamics robot. He's from the future and he's programmed for destruction. Kagiaki is four and two. And Ichiyamamoto is one and five, still trying to recover some form after that, that possible injury. And uh, he didn't find it today. Tokushoryu up against Tsurugisho, two other big boys. Tokushoryu came in with a hug. He's on the belt. Tsurugisho knows he can take him body to body though, but now it's all about the balance and the initiation. They're rocking back and forth, which big belly can take the win. Well, it was Tsurugisho. He waited patiently. He advanced, took Tokushoryu to the bales and used the momentum on him of him trying to skip to the side to roll him down. It's hard to believe we're only at day six here and... I mean, Tsurugisho was out on day four 
and has come back and now has picked up the the last two wins over the last few days. He's looking so good. That day off did him all the good. Maybe this is the new strategy. Take a day off. Say you've got a bit of a fever. Raise your temperature somehow. You've got a fever. Return a negative test. Have a rest. Have a spa. Come back. Win. Win for the next uh, 12 days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I imagine, as you said, there's like a temperature gun that they get pointed at when they mm. come into the... Pia, pia, your temperature's to too the stadium, high. Yeah, so maybe you just go out in there and really hold your breath or really try to get your temp <laughs> up a bit or sit in the in the van with the um, heat up. Yeah, sit in the sun. <laughs> <laughs> so when you come in, they're like, oh, you got a temperature and a little day off. Because right now he's three and three and he, he's looked very, very sharp since that day of rest. Yeah, he's not bad. He doesn't mind taking on big guys, I think, is the other thing. Well, but... that's the other thing. And Tokashori is just not looking so comfortable out there. Uh, he's one and five, all the best, Tokashoryu. The next bout of the day was Yutakiyama up against Toshinoshin. Both Rikishi settle out of the touchy eye with both hands on the belt, and we have an old-fashioned belt battle here. But it's Toshinoshin who was just stronger and more decisive as he hauled Yutakiyama around and over the bales. This looked like an easy day for Toshinoshin. Yeah, and it was a surprise. I was really disappointed with Yutakiyama here. He's never beaten Toshinoshin before, and surely now is the time for him to pick up that first win against this opponent. People can even beat Toshinoshin on the belt at the moment, but for some reason Yutakiyama can't. He's as big as Toshinoshin, not as heavy, not as muscle muscly. You're right. But it did yeah. but it did feel like he was taking him straight on the belt. Yeah, but, he went straight for the belt. It wasn't any Yeah. And was, I think that's the problem. Mm. Like you can take him on the belt, but it has to be a bit of a surprise belt or from the so, side. Yeah, from the side. A exactly. little bit off balance yeah. to start off with. That's right. So he just thinks maybe that he can just go straight on the belt and that's his his plan. But suddenly he looked as light as a feather and Tochinoshin lifted him around and out. Totally. And, you know, we are keeping a close eye on Yutakiyama as he comes back into Makauchi and he should be able to put Toshinoshin away, but he failed today. Toshinoshin, that's his second win. He's two and four. Yutakiyama, three and three. Next up, we had Endo and Chiamaru. And there was a bit of a stare off here. I'm not sure it was quite necessary between these two. <laughs> I loved it. It was like they were hyping this like this was the last bout on day 15. Yeah, they took Ages to go down. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I really liked it. I mean, why not? Endo, he reached out for the front of the Mawashi as usual. He got it, that my Mawashi grip, but Chiamaru's Norua attack was fierce and it meant that Endo needed to break his own grip to defend himself. But don't worry if you're an Endo fan. He fairly easily was able to grab it again, the same grip, and withstood a little bit more of Norua and, and thrusting and pushing from Chiamaru, but then he went on the attack. He knew what to do with this grip and he tugged Chiamaru down to the dirt. I, I thought this bout was interesting just because you don't see Endo halfway through a bout try to go for that front belt grip. Yeah, he was really set he on it, wasn't he? was insistent on mm. it. And, you know, we, we see him open a lot of his bouts looking for it, but if it doesn't come off, he changes tact. Yep. So interesting to see him get it and absolutely thrash Chiamaru with it when he got it. Endo, four and two. Chiamaru is on three and three. Chiano'o was up next against Koroeko, and this was the first time that they've ever met, and this bout did not disappoint. 
They were both fast and strong out of the touchy eye, very much matching strength and speed. Kotoeko tried to control this one with an upper body grip, but Chiyono Or's insistence on finding a belt grip eventually worked for him. Chiyono Or was on the bales, he fought his way off, and that belt grip on Kotoeko, on the back of his belt, he used that to move Kotoeko across the bales and take him over Iwatanage. Yeah, we've really been on the lookout for Chiono's muscles. I've had the binoculars out and today we finally saw them. Two muscle men, to be fair, coming up against each other. They're 4-4 coming into this. Perhaps a bit of an underrated but great rivalry. I wonder if this isn't a rivalry in the making. Yeah. I I like this matchup because they're both so powerful and strong. But, yeah, today Chiona Orr enjoyed showing off his extreme thigh and upper body strength, particularly on the Tawara to stop himself going over twice. He was in a bit of a bother here. He absolutely was. And then that final haul across the doyo to pull Kotoeko out. He had the upper hand of the the muscle fight today. He moves to three and three. Kotoeko, he's two and four. Kaisei and Miyogiryu. There was a mutter from Kaisei first of all. That's all right. But then at the Tachiai, Miyogiryu ducked out of the way as Kaisei came through, turned him around, and in a flash, Kaisei was out. He was shoved out on the side of his face by Miyogiri's open palm. Yeah, wow. That hurts on many levels. <laughs> I, I wonder whether Kaisei didn't show his hand with that mata here mm-hmm. because I felt that Miyogiri, his movement at the Tachiai was so subtle. It's like he knew what Kaisei was going to do, mm. handled it so beautifully here. Kaisei looked bumbling. It, yeah. it, it wasn't a great showing from him today. It didn't look particularly powerful. Didn't look good. And Miyogiri can be so fast and so sharp and efficient and he did today, and he moves to five and one with that Oshidashi win. Mm-hmm. Kaisei, two and four. Shimano Umi up next against Chiyotaryu, and for the first time in a long time, the Chiyotaryu Express pulled out of the station and gave a shell-shocked Shimano Umi a one-way ride to Lossville. Very straightforward and very fast Oshidashi win for Chiyotaryu. It was so fast. It's like when our cat Yuki is uh, hungry and we get some mints out of the fridge and she might be at the absolute other end of the garden and all of a sudden we hear this pounding on the boards. She knows. cat feet coming and and she just (laughs) runs into the room and it had that same energy. He was desperate to to get this win today. And, And it's interesting, I mean... Chiyotaryu isn't doing this style of sumo all that frequently. Well, it's so good this is what him. he wants to do. I yeah. mean, we, we've commented on the Chiyotaryu Express a lot. It's one of his main, well, I feel like Just it not, was one of his yeah, main, it was one of his main attacks. He powers straight out of the Tachiyai with, with extreme force, but he hasn't been able to do it recently. But today it was that plus the, the quickness on the feet. Wow. He looked so good. So Chiyotaryu, he's three and three, Shimano Umi on the same score. Hidnomi and Teretsuyoshi. Now, speaking of having a plan, I think Chiyotaryu had a plan in that last bout. Teretsuyoshi most definitely did. He'd written it in his journal the night before. He'd manifested it into happening today. Hang on, are you saying there was a mood board involved with this? I think so. And okay. all it involved is leg picks. Right. <laughs> Just so heaps of extreme photos. close-ups. And a few photos of uh, mountains of yen. Yes, Sports cars. Yeah, very salty food. (laughs) (laughs) Just all the things that Teretsuyoshi likes. And himself doing the Doya Eerie with Terunofuji. He's taken taken, uh, inspiration from that, but he 
definitely had a plan here on that mood board. Came through with the goods. The plan was to pick up Hidnomi's left leg and hop him over the Tawara. And the plan worked. Well, there's not much to say about this one apart from there was no uh, plan B here. Yeah. If he didn't get this leg, he was in all sorts of trouble. But looking at the replay, he was hugging that thigh. It was up so high, wasn't it? And we learned another important thing today. It's that it's still called Yorikiri when you go over with only one leg. (laughs) Was it Yorikiri? How? Yeah, well. How is this not Ashitori? Yeah, that's a good point, actually. That's a great point. Maybe the leg went down before the end, actually. Maybe he let it go right before the edge. Yeah. Uh, Like I do have a few issues with the way they assign Kimarite or the winning technique for some of these bouts. I know maybe on the bales it might have been Yorikiri. But it's what Kimarite is it in your heart. Couldn't have said it better. Also, use your eyes. Yeah. That's the major thing that's contributed to the win. Therefore, yeah, it doesn't exactly. matter the last couple exactly. of seconds as you go over the bales, unless it's a really cool Kimarite like that back out one that we saw yesterday. That's oh, cool. Yeah, You're yeah. allowed to do that. If it's a Kimarite that doesn't. Okay, here's oh, the rule. Okay. So if you can, if you can uh, name the Kimarite and it's cooler than what you were thinking of before, then you should give that one. But if you're replacing a cool Kimarite with Ashit- like Ashitori with Yurikiri, you don't do it. Okay. I think that's probably the simplest way to do it. I want to add another layer to it. Yeah. Ingo, what's our responsibility uh-huh. as, as people alive in the year 2021 to the people in 100 years, 200 years, 500 years? How do we tell the story of this bout? Mm-hmm. People will look, Teretsuyoshi beat Hidenumi by Yori Kitty. Yeah. Does that tell it's the story of the bout? It's not interesting. No, well, it's, not, nobody... no, no. it's not about it being interesting. Did it tell the story of the bout? It doesn't tell the story of the bout. It doesn't about. tell the story of the bout. No. Well, I think it's a really good point. Well, and I, I feel with this Kimarite being Yori Kitty, we've all let our generation well, down. Well, also, if you're going on Sumo DB and you're looking up all the instances of Ashitori and you're looking oh, them up and you're great. going, what are the great Ashitoris of history? Like what? when is an example where I can really understand what an Ashitori is? You want to see this. This is the one you show. Well, I mean, maybe you don't because it's officially not judged well, an Ashitori. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well... Teretsuyoshi with that Yori Kitty win. I'm doing big air quotes. Yeah, he is. Doesn't translate on a podcast, but I'm doing it. I'm telling you. Hidnumi. Teretsuyoshi three and three, Hidnumi two and four. Well, up next, we had Ura up against Aoyama. This was a fascinating bout. Ura, as always, he started low, but Aoyama was ready for it and they met with hands clasped. This was like the London Bridge mm. style. Uh, Hold up at the uh, straight out of the touchy eye. You used to do that in the playground when you were exactly. kids. Exactly. And it would have been a beautiful moment if they had some younger ricochet running through yeah. at that point. Yeah. Uh, Aoyama, he moved forward. He was thrusting, but Ura continued staying low and they locked up. Ura had his foot planted uh, against the bales. Aoyama knew he couldn't wait here. He threw himself forward, but Ura moved them back into the middle of the doyo. Aoyama here briefly tried an arm lock throw, but Ura slipped away. He pushed hard against the chest of Aoyama. It worked beautifully and he moved him uh, across the doyo and over the bales. Oshidashi win. Yeah, I mean, Ura, you can't deny he's electric to watch. When 
something happens when he gets it right. But his victories aren't coming easily these days. He has to work so hard. He got Aoyama into position after position that Aoyama himself didn't like and isn't used to. It's high-risk sumo, but today he he found the reward, didn't he? His work on Aoyama's shoulder when he was trying to tug oh, him wow. down with the shoulder was, was a work amazing. of art. It didn't do much, but it distracted Aoyama. I think that's a really good point. Ura, like as we've seen him in Makuchi, doesn't get easy wins. And, you know, today probably I feel that he's, he's a more skillful ricochet than Aoyama, but it's just a lot of effort. Either way, he picked up the Oshidashi win. Did it tell the story of the of the bout? Who knows? It's Oshidashi. He's three and three. <laughs> Aoyama two and four. I feel like we've opened up a real can of worms. Yeah, Does really any Kimarita even ever tell the stories? <laughs> <laughs> Tobizaru up next versus Onosho. And Onosho, he came off the touchy eye really well. He got a great push on Tobizaru's right shoulder, turned him to the side straight away. Tobizaru totally facing outwards and it was a simple final push to the back that finished off Onosho's work for the day. Yeah, well, I think this is a big scalp for Onosho given uh, Tobizaru's form at the moment. He's five and one now. He is. Hmm. I okay. liked this. I thought it was really, really strong from him. I don't know whether it was a plan or, or something that happened in the moment, but it was very decisive. Can you make a plan against Tobizaru? Yeah, good point. It wasn't a plan. It was in the moment and it worked. So as we said, Onosho 5 and 1, Topizaru 4 and 2. Okonumi up next against Takara Fuji. It looked like a very even touchy eye, but Okonumi was able to destabilize Takara Fuji with better balance and forward movement. Takara Fuji, he normally looks uh, comfortable on the back foot here, but he just had no answers as Okonumi powered forward and took Takara Fuji over the bales, Yori Kitty. Takara Fuji, he's so great on defence, but he can only do so much, and Okonumi's arms around him when he's already backing up is probably a step too far. They fought so many times, these two. Their record's now 11 to Okonumi, 15 to wow. Takara Fuji, so Okonumi scraping one back in the matchup. It's a, it's a matchup for the ages, and, uh, yeah, Okonumi coming out on top today. He is four wins and two losses. Takara Fuji, three and three. Chiyoshoma, undefeated. I was about to say unbeaten. He's not. He's undefeated. No? Un undefeated. Un undefeated. <laughs> Unwind. Chiyoshoma, he doesn't have a win yet. <laughs> and he's coming into this bout against Takanosho at Magashiro 1. He went for the pull Chiyoshoma and he committed to it so hard he actually almost pulled it off. Takanosho, he's stable though. He stayed low, circled around and from here it was a real slap and thrust, a lot of damage being done to faces. Chiyoshoma tried a leg kick. It actually meant that Takanosho though fell forward onto him kind of. It wasn't ideal. They were both staggering. Chiyoshoma tried to give ground, go for a Hail Mary pull. Takanosho does fall, but Chiyoshoma steps out first and no Monoe is called. Yeah, I was expecting one here, but I think in the end they made the right decision. Chiyoshoma continues to look for these cheap wins. Yeah. I mean, opening with a pull against Takanosho just feels super, super cheap. I think so. I, I 
think there are way better ways than to, I mean, maybe he just needs to try a big old hanker, but I feel like he's even tried that as well. Yeah. We haven't seen the flat out hanker yet, but we've seen, I don't know, what have we seen this about? We saw a pull, we saw a pretty weak leg trip attempt. Mm -hmm. I feel like he, Chiyoshoma just needs to do some solid sumo. There's not a lot of evidence of a... An injury or any issue with him? No, I think this is this is timing. It's this is purely balance. an upstairs mm. issue for oh, Chiyoshoma. Yeah. In yeah. the head, it's in the head. You can't do this style of sumo against Takanosho. His ex Sanyaku, hopefully, is on his way back there. You need to do better than this. Takanosho very solid today and handled those tricks quite well. Takanosho is three and three. Chiyoshoma zero and six. Yikes! Big yikes. Komasubi Takiyasu up next against Komasubi Ichinojo, the day six Komasubi matchup that everyone was begging for. Ichinojo came out throwing a series of high attacks at Takiyasu. I mean, this told me that Ichinojo didn't want to get on the belt. Yeah. I wonder if he wanted to lock him up high or if he just... I mean, he's he's good at initiating at the moment, Ichinojo, and I think he put everything into the... The push and wondered he, if he could just push him straight. Oh, out. well, I wonder. I think you're right there. I think he wanted to finish this one quickly, and I don't think that's a bad strategy against Takiyasu. But Takiyasu, he read the flow of this bout very, very well. He kept his head steady, his feet solid as he moved back. He ducked and weaved the incoming Ichinojo attacks, and eventually, a last duck out of the way left Ichinojo to stumble over the bales. Uh, Tsukiyotoshi win for Takiyasu. Yes, he's. First real win. The first was a Fusencho yesterday. And I'm glad these two didn't lock up because I, I wonder whether it might have turned out less well for Takiyasu. I, I think he, he shoved really well. He looked strong. He got some good angles in particular. As you said, his footwork and his head were steady. That's, uh, yeah, it's a good win for him. Well, I'm cautious well, in my, I don't want to go too far here. It's a win for him. It's a win for him, yeah. <laughs> And it's something that we've we've scratched our head over a little bit about Takiyasu's insistence on lo locking up on the belt when it's it seems to be quite hard for him to generate a win out of that condition. Uh, but today he just waits, ducks and weaves. He's two and four. Ichinojo same score. Sekiwake Mitakumi up against Magashira Three Kotonowaka. I was looking forward to this. But Kodnawaka, he's really struggling with the Sanyaku and Mitakuyumi slammed into him, slid him back. It's like a beautiful contemporary dance and Mitakuyumi found the angles and pushed him across the Tawara Oshidashi. Easy Damn. Win. Yeah. Mitakuyumi, when he's good, he's so, so good. Mm. This kind of form should take him a lot higher than he is at Sekiwake and by that I mean Ozeki. Kodnawaka, as you said, struggling against the Sanyaku. Yeah, so he's lost, well, he's had four losses, but three of them have been to Sanyaku, Meisei, Takakesho, and now Mitakuyumi. Now, it was, you know, a good day for Takakesho, that's okay. Meisei, maybe he should have been able to, to front up a bit of a fight against, and I think actually Mitakuyumi as well. I don't know if he's being taken by surprise or, or mm. what. 
because we've seen him respond to things, Kodnowaka. It's not like he's one-dimensional or he has to do a certain thing. We've seen him get in a difficult situation and get out of it. So, yeah, I'm not quite sure why he's not able to here. Well, it's Mitakuyumi doing Mitakuyumi things. He picks up an Oshidashi win and moves to five and one. Kodnowaka with that loss is two and four. Daesho stepped up on the doyo next against Meisei. This was Fast and Furious. I've never seen a Fast and Furious movie. I actually haven't either. Fast and Furious yeah. 7 are we up to? Well, I think it might even be more than that. Nine. Fast and Furious Sumo. Oh. Oh, ricochet driving sports cars Maybe. and having adventures. I mean, Ishiura would have to be in it, wouldn't he? I'd back that. <laughs> I'm all about it. Yeah, Ishiura. <laughs> be the no, main he'd, just, character. he'd just get photos in front of other people's sports cars. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> all right, back to the sumo. The Tachi looked even. Both Rikishi serving up some hot dishes of high thrusting attacks, but it was Meisei, he was first to lose his nerve. He started stepping backwards and Daesho was quick to follow up. And from here, he was able to overwhelm Meisei, drove him back and slapped him down. Hataki Komi win for Daesho. Mm, I think Meisei was very aware of being, keeping himself away from Daesho and avoiding the slaps, but he was too far away. The angle was too much and he fell down or he was slapped down by Daesho uh, with the crab claws today. He had the, the two fingers on either hand bandaged up on either side. Came at Meisei with the crabs and he won Today he's four and two, Meisei two and four. Ozeki Shodai up against the man of the moment, Kirabiyama. He's had a lot of success so far. He looks in great form. What can he do today against the Ozeki? We're pumped for this one. Kirabiyama, he sprang out with a double-handed front of the Mawashi grip. He got the left hand on first. He was feeling with the right and fairly quickly he managed to land it on Shodai's Mawashi. It was a powerful grip. It was dominant. And not only that, it totally prevented Shodai from doing anything at all. And Kirabiyama was able to use his fit body to take Shodai to defeat. Wow. Kirabiyama. Really impressive. There was a bit of a skill gap today, I thought. He certainly came out with confidence. Well, yeah, that confidence and that presence, he, he just overwhelmed Short Eye today. Yeah, he didn't give him a chance to really do anything or try anything. He which wasn't is able what, to sh- out Short Eye, you know, do his Short Eye things. Which is what you would expect an Ozeki to do to a rank and file Rikishi. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the roles were reversed today. Amazing sumo from Kiribiyama. I see a swirling mass in front of me. Ah. Oh. You're gonna after this win. Are your eyes taking the f- form, shining back with the the reflection of the yes. the vortex? Yes. Yep. There's swirling <laughs> in my eyes. I'm gonna step forward toward towards this swirling <laughs> mass. He just looks amazing, Kirabiyama. Look, let's ground ourselves here. Let's step back from the vortex for a second. Kirabiyama had a shot at Maegashira one uh, earlier this year, or yeah, earlier this year. Uh, he went three and twelve at Maegashira yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's no doubt that there's something different about him now. I think Agreed. a lot of people are, are feeling it. It's like everything that he was trying, for me, I'll say, this is this is totally my own interpretation of it. It's like it's everything that he was, yeah, I'll say it. <laughs> I'll say it for 10 minutes. Um, everything that he was trying out was worth it. And he learnt something for it, from it. And he's now 
putting that into action in a really positive and and successful way. And I do think this this coaching from the now retired Kakariu is is yeah. having an effect because you can sort of see some of Kakariu's things. He was good at responding. Kiribayama was always good at responding to things that happened. In the oh, yeah, you, and I think Kakuri was good as that. At that yeah, as well. but, but like I think today was now you mention it very Kakuri to move in, like just slightly low, strong and balanced, and get on the belt and just muscle your way to victory. Yeah, it's a very Kakuri thing to do. I think I'm overreaching probably the Kakuri link, but I we do know that he's training with him, and we do know that that must have a great effect, and we know that. He looks like a very motivated Rikishi who is taking great heart from his his successes. Absolutely. And we saw Kiribayama give uh, a very winning smile in his Ginboshi interview uh, <laughs> after this one. And just say the same thing over and over again. He it thinks was it's good. good. It's good. <laughs> it's good. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to the second last bout of the day. Maegashira 4, Tamawashi up against Ozeki Takakeisho. Takakeisho, he tried the one, two, three today, but after that first attack, mm. Tamawashi had different ideas. Yes. Tamawashi gave ground cleverly here. He took himself backwards and around and all the way to the bales, but the whole time he was in complete control. He waited and then he launched his counter attack. He came forward with very, very good balance again pushing and thrusting, and they were perfectly timed, perfectly accurate, and he blew Takakeisho away, an Oshidashi win for Tamawashi. Yeah, it it was <laughs> it was interesting to watch. I don't understand everything that the, the Japanese commentary say. I understand a few things here and there now, but um, what I do really feel is the tone of, yeah. of how they're talking about about. So sometimes it's very matter of fact and sometimes, like today, it's hushed, it's very questioning and I really felt like they're worried. They're very, very worried. They saw Takakesho try today and fail and not just fail but, but fail doing what he has had success in doing before. Today he couldn't get out of these situations he's been able to get out of before. Yeah. He's Karaban, they always call him Karaban Ozeki Takakesho. It's it's a huge deal and now with with two wins and four losses, he's he's coming close. I mean, he's still four four losses away from trouble. <laughs> that's a that's a positive spin. But there's a lot of He's also left. he's also six wins away from uh, getting his pure Ozeki status back. Uh yeah. It was lovely to see Taku uh Tamawashi get the win. He did oh, a lovely interview as always. If you don't like seeing Tamawashi smile in his interview, then you've got no soul. It was lovely. <laughs> Great guy. Oh, I don't know. Uh, Tucker Keisho, we'll, we'll talk more about it as this basho goes on, but it feels like not all that long ago that we were talking Yokozuna promotion. Mm. Um, yeah. He's the, the start of this year. He's the only Japanese rikishi who has been knocking on that door in quite a while. Or since kissing Asado. Uh, I can see why everyone's a little bit disappointed, but we won't get ahead of ourselves. He's only two and four. There's plenty of sumo to go. Tamawashi with that win, he evens a ledger on three and three. Wakataka Kage was up against Yokozuna Terunofuji for the final bout of the day. 
And he really gave it a shot. He was up there with the best tries. He was on the arms today, but Terunofuji, he locked them up. He tried to move Terunofuji around, but that those elbows over Wakataka Kage's arms just really <laughs> prevents all movement. He gives it everything Wakataka Kage, leg swinging, muscles straining. He was backing himself. And he did, in fact, stave off defeat a couple of times. He moved himself around well, tried to find another angle. It was it was clever sumo. He was really trying to get out of that position and, and move Terunofuji around. But, I mean, we say it day after day, Terunofuji, he's a Yokozuna and he has the power of one and he triumphs. It, it, it's... I think we talk about these bouts against Terunofuji in a very, very different way. Because today, actually, he won quite comprehensively, as he has done the five days before. What we're trying to pick out here and isolate are these times when people are able to do something that slows down the progression of Teradofuji, even for a moment. And Wakataka Kage, as you said, did that multiple times today. Um, He stopped Teradofuji getting on the belt. Even when Teradofuji locked up the arms, Wakataka Kage found a way to to move with it and keep him from being defeated instantly. But I feel like we're just, um, we're, we're mincing our words a little bit. Terunofuji dominated Wakataka Kage again today, like he has done the previous five days. He's unstoppable. Mm. I mean, he really is from this point. We were talking about it before. Who's going to beat him? It's, it doesn't look, doesn't look likely. He still obviously has to fight the Ozeki, but (laughs) Oh, you mean Ozeki Shodai and Ozeki Takakesho? Yeah, I I agree with what you said, actually. We're watching his opponents very closely and maybe I'd like to go back and watch him really closely in a couple of these bouts, but I'm not sure what light it would shine, just how great he's doing. You're right. It wouldn't because he's doing amazing. I do have to say, though, I think Wakataka Kage has probably had the strongest showing against Terunofuji mm, I wonder, in quite I a while. I was thinking about that. I wonder if it was Kiribayama or Wakataka Kage. I, I thought maybe Kiribayama. But it was close, wasn't it? Yeah, it was very, very close. But great to see these uh, younger Rikishi turning up and actually giving it a shot. But let's face the facts. Yokozuna Terunofuji is 6-0. and zero. And it's so great to see, like, he could have come into this, the knees could have failed, he could have, you know, thought I've achieved my my dream and this is the most amazing thing in my life and, you know, there could be some kind of psychological come down sort of thing. Yeah, totally. But it's just he's such a strong man mentally and physically. Absolutely. Something to see. And, yeah. It is a real treat to see this new Yokozuna go so well Yeah, in, in his first basho. Without uh, Hakuho here, he is by himself holding up the Yokozuna name yeah. and he's doing it in such great style. So we have that. Let's focus on that. That's all the bouts for day six. Let's have a look at the leaderboard. Terunofuji, he's the only Rikishi uh, unbeaten, he's on 6-0, but on 5-1, we have Mitakumi, Kirabiyama, Onosho, Myogiryu, and Chinakumi. He's still there. Still there. It's okay. Still mathematically <laughs> in it, and that's all I care about. That's keeping me alive through these extended lockdowns in <laughs> Australia. Uh, but good to see. Let's have a look at the bouts for day seven. 
Kodnawaka gets a shot against Terunofuji tomorrow. Okay, wow. They've met once before, Terunofuji won. Yeah. Shodai takes on Tamawashi. Mm-hmm. Tamawashi coming in with the better record. Uh, it's 9 6 Tamawashi's way. Takakesho. Yes. Poor old Takakesho has to take on Wakataka Kage yeah. tomorrow. Okay. Huge challenge for him. Mitakumi takes on Ichinojo. Chiyashoma takes on Meisei. Takiyasu and Takanosho are up against each other. Mm. Takanosho holding a 4 1 record against yeah, Takiyasu. I, in yeah. my mind, is just him dominating Takiyasu Absolutely. every single time. So, a big, big challenge for Takiyasu tomorrow. And good to see Chianakuni. He's in the sixth bout of the day. Up the charts. Oh, yeah. Rocketing up. Up against Endo. Endo. Okay. Well, there's two you've missed. Oh, no, sure. Oh, okay. And uh, okay. Miyogiryu. So Onosho has Aoyama. Yep. Miyogiryu has Shimonomi. Okay. That was less interesting than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. We're looking after our mates. They're all 5-1. Well... Another big day of sumo. Yep. Thank you for joining us on Sumo Mainichi. We'll be here to bring you all the action from day seven tomorrow. We'll see you then. See you on Saturday. Bye.